welcome to the end of the world in the 106th Mostly Soccer Podcast. My name is Michael J. Dalo. I'm here today with Jimmy. Jimmy what today? Jimmy Apocalypse. Jimmy Apocalypse. There could be nothing more fitting. How have we gotten to this point since the last time we podcasted a week ago? The world has literally ended. Yeah. At this point, next week, we are literally... I think we made the joke last time about, like, I am legend and, like, sending, like, the radio out to... If there's people out there, we're here. I think next week, at this point, we're going to literally be doing that. We really might. I wonder if next week we'll be allowed to leave our homes. You might not be able to come over to do the <laughs> we podcast. We may have to do it by Skype. It's oh, really going to be a shit show. There's going to be just one set of audio, just me talking to myself, like, another audio failure. But yeah, since the last time we podcasted, there has been uh, quite a bit that has gone down. We antagonized the coronavirus. We gave it the mostly soccer bump. We said we didn't believe in it. And now it's here. Everything is canceled across the world. There's literally no sports. Um, The only thing going on is South American soccer, which I have no idea how to watch. Um, I know like the Brazilian and Argentine leagues are still going on. Well, and well, I think now, wasn't it like the Mexican league was like the last league fully going? And I tried to oh, watch really? the game yesterday, could not watch it. And even now, I think after last night's games, they've postponed it now for two weeks. Oh boy. So it's, it's like all over. Yeah. You have to go watch Ronaldinho in the Paraguayan prison <laughs> league. <laughs> the Paraguayan prison league. Or you could subscribe to Shit TV, yes. our, uh, our new streaming platform where we live stream our backyard soccer And thank games. God the videos weren't ready yesterday for the display yeah. I put out on the field. <laughs> Not ideal. God. But um, yeah, I mean, we just want to say that we are going to be podcasting through this uh, no soccer period. That's why we left the the title of the podcast is mostly soccer, yeah. not just soccer. Yeah. Also because that was probably taken. Yeah, that was already <laughs> taken. But yeah, so we, we're going to come up with, you know, some soccer-based content. You know, we may do like different, you know, player, like like top five, top ten list type of things. We may talk about different, you know, like moments that we've enjoyed since we've, you know, gotten into the sport. Like our favorite moments, what have they been? favorite players, things like that. But we also may branch outside of the soccer sphere completely. We left ourselves open for that with the name. We did it intentionally. We were prepared. We knew this day was coming. Um, And I guess we really did because we gave it the bump last week. So sad. (laughs) We we did it again. I mean, we we should just say um, our hearts are out to everyone who has this virus and we hope that it doesn't continue to spread. Um... I'm I'm gonna be honest here though I'm not really doing my part to prevent it. Have, have you oh, done your part? I I think I've done my part. Um, I've tried my best. Um, and I say this as someone who may have recovered from it. For all we know, from I my timing. Yeah, I was gonna say my timing of being sick just before this became like the biggest thing ever is a little uh, concerning. But mm-hmm. I guess you know I'm all good now either way. Yeah. But. I, I do want to say, yeah, definitely everybody who is affected by it directly, indirectly, I hope everybody gets better. Fight through it. I hope we as a people can move through this craziness. This is like the wildest time I remember in my life. This Just, is literally the end of the world. Has anything ever been canceled like this? No. I mean, the thing is, so where where we are in our state, we're at the point where tomorrow restaurants are entirely closed except for takeout. Yeah. Any event has been canceled. Groups of um, it's groups. It's now it's ten nationally now, I believe. But just everything is shut down except for um, one place. 
Ocean State Gym is open. Ocean State Gym. Ocean State the gyms, though, apparently are starting to close now, too. Really? From it's not, I think they're starting to, you know, act on that. Everything is get beginning to get closed down. I'm still at work. Um, it Which looks like crazy. going forward, though, it looks like I'm going to be working from home when I can. Right. But uh, as a as a proud government employee, <laughs> I have to continue to do my job God. to keep the people safe. Yeah, you got to keep the people safe. Um, I don't even know how to comment on that. But <laughs> So you could feel safe. Your safety is in my <laughs> yeah, hands. Yeah, I feel safe in Rhode Island with Jimmy working for the state. Uh, good news there. But, Jimmy, uh, aside from the coronavirus... We did miss a little bit of soccer over the weekend. There was some big news. I wish this was just a normal week because this would be so much fun because of what happened. Oh, I know. We got, honestly, between the timing of you being away, we didn't get to enjoy the the fun of Wofford beating Liverpool. Yep. And then we didn't get to, now we don't really even get to enjoy what Atletico Madrid did. It's because just we're beating Liverpool, just, we didn't get to enjoy it. As yeah, much as we know. like we all season, we had to sit here and just watch them win and win and win and win. And <laughs> now this is our chance to take our victory lap and enjoy it. And we've kind of just been crushed. But honestly, would anything be better than Liverpool? Either I mean, this will never, ever, 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 ever happen. I just want to say, ever. Uh, like the league becomes null and void. Oh, I saw a West Ham official. A West Ham official had gone like this is a real story yeah. and said like we think the league should be null and void. And everyone was like, yeah, of course you do. Yeah, because you're, you're going to get relegated. <laughs> and I guess did you see Syria basically came out and said that that's one of the options for Syria that they may consider it a vacant season. Anyone in a Champions League place will take the Champions League spots next season, but there will be no league title for the year. Oh, my God. They will just not award one. No one will be relegated, and no one will be promoted. Oh, my God. Imagine just doing a, a whole season for nothing. I <laughs> wonder what awesome. kind of... Well, and, and yeah, can we say this, too? So, we obviously, soccer, but college basketball. I love college basketball. I think this is the time of year mm-hmm. where you even enjoy college basketball. Yeah. I feel, of all the athletes, I feel the worst of the college basketball players. Their tournament was completely canceled. Yeah. These are people's, like, careers. There's plenty of people who have made a name in the tournament and gone on to be drafted in the NBA or at least gotten a chance in European leagues, Mm -hmm. which they're not going to get. Seniors who spent their whole lives trying to get to that moment and may have made it and now have it taken away. My PC Friars, who went from a disaster of a season to being one of the hottest teams in the country— Complete turnaround, being like a Cinderella story written about national nationwide, and now there's no tournament. It's just over. Yeah. That one killed me. That like that happened first, and then the premier. Then the next morning, I wake up and City Real Madrid's off because Real Madrid's on quarantine. And then the next day, the Premier League is on what hiatus. pause hiatus. Yeah. Well, uh, so so let's get into the soccer a little bit, and let's just talk a little bit more about the. Premier League since we're on that um, maybe not fun like funny enough is not the right way to say it but like coincidentally the Premier League was like holding on dearly to play their games over the weekend they were going to sure enough literally 30 minutes later Arsenal released a club statement Mikel Arteta has the coronavirus mm-hmm. of all people Mikel Arteta a man near and dear to our hearts oh, oh my god especially mine I mean the man is strong like bull so he's gonna <laughs> he is gonna prevail through this with no issue, uh, as I'm assuming that most healthier young folks will. It, it's just more affecting 
uh, yeah. the older population pre-existing, uh, which is terrible. But Mikel Arteta, of all people, broke my heart. And then after that, it, it really just became like an onslaught yeah. of players. Callum Hudson-Odoi had mm-hmm. it. Um, I think, was it someone else on Chelsea? Uh, possibly. I mean, there's a lot of players in Italy that have yeah, been Yeah, Rugani was Rugani, the first real one. Cartone. Yep. Um, then who was it as well? There was more players in Italy. Um, oh, everyone from oh, Sampdoria. Sampdoria, Gabbiadini, yes, and like five everyone. other players from Sampdoria. Then you saw Spain, Valencia, Garay, and yep. El- El- Mangala, my old friend. Oh, he has as well. It? He does. Oh. Yes. Yeah. It's 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 crazy. It's wild. Yeah. Um, it's just it's a crazy time. And then the Leicester City, there were multiple players who were reported to have symptoms and they were sent home. Yep. Doesn't look like there hasn't been any reports to say they've definitely had it, but even Benjamin Mendy was thought to have it. He does not. Hmm. Um it's wild. It really is. It's a crazy time. Yeah. So we don't have any Premier League action to cover. But um so we do have two big things we want to talk about, one being the Champions League, like we said, and the other was U.S. soccer. Oh God! Uh, yeah, and their debacle. Do you? What do you want to do first? Let's just let's get the bad news out of the way first. Right. So let's talk about the U.S. Uh, it's always bad scandal. news with U.S. soccer. I mean, it's U.S. soccer. Uh, so do you want to kind of cover this or? Um. Well, I'm going to ask you at some point. We're going to ask you to get some language. So basically, yeah. as I think pretty much anyone in the soccer world knows at this point, U.S. Soccer Federation and the U.S. Women's National Team are headed to court or in court debating over the rights of equal pay for the women's team. The team that, you know, is four-time World Cup champion, <laughs> back-to-back defending World Cup champions. Wins literally everything. The undisputed, unquestioned, unparalleled greatest women team in the world. Yep. And historically. Um, and they are substa- paid substantially less than the floundering Disappointing, boring, horrific, boring, uh, just depressing (laughs) men's national team. And they went to court and the argument made by their lawyers, which I'm sure if we brought lawyers on, they would say that this is a good legal argument, is in terms of PR, in terms of public opinion, (laughs) the worst possible argument you could ever do for a federation that people already hate. Yep. And despise <laughs> and make so fun of. This could not have gone worse. Michael, can you give us some details on what they said, please? I can. So, in the dispute for uh, equal pay, so this is item C women's national team and men's national team players do not perform equal work requiring equal skill, effort, and responsibility under similar working conditions. Uh, basically, goes on to say the level of skill required for each job is different. And then it says, the overall soccer playing ability required to compete at the senior men's national team level is materially influenced by the level of certain physical attributes such as speed and strength required for the job. So it basically said these men are bigger and stronger and faster than the woman. Uh, it goes on to say, the point is that the job of the men's national team player Competing against senior men's national teams requires a higher level of skill based on speed and strength than the job of a women's national team player. I mean, did they not have one woman in the room to look this over? We're, we're going to get to Did that. they not have one mentally sound person in the room 
to say, ah, this might not be worded so great. This might not be a valid argument. This is perhaps the most ridiculous thing you'll hear today. You might have read this a week ago now. But it's just like, it's infuriating, especially if you're a woman to read this. And if you're a woman's national team player, I don't even know what you could possibly be thinking right now. Because you win literally everything. You are, like you said, the undisputed best women's national team maybe of all time. And you can't get paid equally to one of the worst soccer nations in the world. And for our size, we are that. Mm -hmm. So pretty despicable by U.S. soccer, this entire uh, this debate. Just pay the woman. I I don't see what the the problem is here. Pay the woman. Like, it's just, it's a stupid argument at this point. It's just, I mean, like I said, though, the thing is, what you have to look at it if you're U.S. soccer, you've had a very bad two years. It's been very bad for you in general, right? Do you not want people to like you? Is that what you do not want people to like you? Is that what you want? Do you want to be disliked? And this isn't even like... If you did this, you would be folding to the woman. It's no. just like you being reasonable, being progressive. Yes. Like, this just, is a great move yes. all around for everyone. Here's the thing. If there's any country that should be ahead of the curve, it's this country. Yep. Our women's team is incredible. In general, first of all, for national team, just pay pay everybody the same for national yes. teams. Just do it across the board. Just pay everyone the same for national teams. No one is arguing that the individual teams in the league should be paid the same as Barcelona. No one's arguing that. But for national team, just pay pay the people the same. Please just pay everyone the same. Do it. This is the country to do it. If you were like a country that was horrible in women's soccer and you wanted to make that argument, it would still be a terrible argument. But at least then you could kind of try to maybe sort of get where they're coming yeah. from. But in this one, when we, we are a men's national team that is – consistently ranked in what like the 20 to 30 range in the world can't make the world cup. do you know what i mean fail to make the world cup like it's just stupid it really is dumb um and this is where i want to get to we want to get into you said you know was there not a woman in the room who reviewed this uh let's talk about the other news which then followed this which was carlos Cadero, the president of u.s soccer stepping down i mean of course naturally because when you issue a statement this stupid yeah. You have no other option. And he basically came out and said that he was not aware that this was the argument, basically, is what he said. Which, at that point, if one bullshit. Who's writing it? One bullshit. (laughs) Two, if you were not aware of it, then you damn sure better step down because you're a terrible president that you can allow a legal, one of the most publicized legal arguments in sports. And you don't know what it is when you're the president of that federation. It's a joke. But with that, Carlos Guerrero is not the only person I want to attack. I want to talk about two women who were in that room. Let's talk about Lydia Walk, I believe it's pronounced, who is the chief legal officer for U.S. Soccer Federation. No idea. Who Pretty that sure. Is. N- n- nor do you need to. But here's the <laughs> point: she's the chief legal officer. Yeah. You so know who was, reviewed what was she, done? She, she who signed off on that? She did. Oh god. And also the now acting president of U.S. Soccer, Cindy Parlocone, former U.S. Women's National Team player was the vice president of U.S. Soccer. She was the vice president. So you could say, oh, she's the president now. She's going to correct this, is which some people have said. But you know what? She was the vice president when this shit was happening. (laughs) Just as Carlos Cordero is either, he's either a party to it or he's negligent and not knowing about it, so is she. Yeah. 
this is a joke. <laughs> I'm not going to give you a pass, Miss Cohn. You're not getting a pass from me. Nor is the legal counsel, nor is anyone involved in this. Figure it the fuck out. Yeah. Sort I, it out. I mean, there's really no other way to put it than U.S. soccer needs to figure it the fuck out. In general. Yep. In this, in everything, the, like, I don't want to go off into another rant, but we've talked about it before, like, the U.S. men's national team games where there's no one in the stadium because they charge $60 minimum for yeah. a ticket for it's a insane. team. It, it's insane. It is It is just such a poorly run organization. An organization that has a great deal of funding has all the potential to be something great and just continues to fail time and time again. Um, it's just so depressing to see. It just makes me mad. Now you fired me up. Now I'm angry. <laughs> I mean, when when I saw this online, I just like I just put my hands and on my head and I just why like why do you continue to just make yourself look like complete fools? But uh, U.S. soccer is a joke. I don't even know what to say about it. The woman I saw, um, they had played a day or two after that, and they wore their shirts inside mm-hmm. out to protest. And I'm pretty sure they went on to win like three or four nothing as they yeah they won do. the she believe cup yep. yeah I mean naturally because they win literally everything yeah. that's what they do they win yeah and uh, which is what they're paid. going to do in this legal battle if UF soccer continues to approach it in such a ridiculous fashion <laughs> continue to just fumble over their words and apparently not have people who should be reviewing these things review these things uh, but anyways let's move on to the Champions League where we had some very interesting results and i want to save the best one for last jimmy yes so where do you want to begin well let's begin in the uh demise of last year's runner-up tottenham hotspur defeated 3-0 by rb leipzig 4-0 on aggregate just a dominant performance tottenham faced great injury issues throughout the season um put out a lineup out there that just Never really had a chance to Led win this at game. striker with Deli Ali. Yes. Eric Lamella starts on the right wing. Harry Wink starts in the center. Eric Dyer as a center back in a back three. Sesson Young. Yeah. Tangela. Uh, Tangela in the tang, back three. Tanganga. <laughs> uh, and, I mean, it, it's just not good. Yeah. Uh, they brought in Malachi Walcott. I don't know who this man is. I just saw his name on the I team I like his sheet. name. But they brought him in. They just gave him a run. Yeah. That's that's the kind of stuff you can do when you're down And we should now. talk about the fact that Tangai and Dombele does not play on, on the bench in this one. Their record signing. Frozen out. Uh, the new Jose Mourinho enemy, number one. Um, yep. Tyler Adams coming back from injury as he's been basically all year does get in this game in the second half. Happy to see that. Um, on the positive, as, as much as I despise U.S. soccer, still love the <laughs> players. Yeah. And Tyler Adams is one of my favorite players to see play. Mm-hmm. So happy to see him getting his uh, getting a little run in as he continues to work his way back. Uh, for this game, though, I just want to say another German team runs into London and obliterates their opponent. Uh, not sure what this says about the Premier League, which last year we were singing that was the best league yeah. in the world by far. Uh, since we had Rough go about it this year. Yeah, seriously. And um, what is next for Tottenham? They're out of every cup competition. They're not going to win the league if there even is a league title. And best case scenario for them, the league becomes null and void. This whole season becomes null and void. Well, that's the thing. And the interesting thing with Tottenham is the Jose factor and the Daniel Levy factor. Daniel Levy, not a man who likes to spend money. 
Jose, a man who wants to spend money. A team that needs money to be spent. A team that needs a major rebuild, an overhaul. Which is crazy for the Champions yeah. League runners-up of last year. It, yeah, it's, the, the switch has been flipped completely. Yes. It, it's, and they need change. There's even rumors now that Harry Kane may actually That's be finally to. ready to move on. I've, I've, one of them, the weirdest one, is the Manchester City one. Really? Which, yeah, it's oh, the rumblings wow. that City would have interest in Harry Kane if he becomes available. As to be the Aguero long-term replacement. I mean, if if Harry Kane leaves Spurs, there's no way they can replace him. Even if they get close to $200 million, I don't know who they would buy to fill the Harry Kane spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I mean, he's, he's a very different team. Just essential for them. Everything runs through Harry Kane on that team, it feels like. And Son. Mm-hmm. I will say Son is a humongous oh, part of yeah, that team, Oh, yeah, Son's too. fantastic. So when, when he's out, I mean, they're completely different. But... I'm concerned for Tottenham going forward. I don't think Jose is the right fit. We didn't think so to start, mm-hmm. and I think it's becoming more uh, apparent as yeah. the weeks go on. So maybe a much needed break for them. Actually, it will be a yeah. It will be a very interesting summer for Tottenham. Yeah, that's for there's, sure. There's just going to be a lot of flux. Yep. But let's move on to uh, Valencia three, Atalanta four. What an absolute wild two legs <laughs> aggregate four to Valencia, eight to Atlanta. Illich, Atalanta. Illich scores four. Illich is a beast. He is a beast. He is the most non-soccer player looking soccer player you've ever seen. He's just goofily tall. His shoulders are kind of like like a hunched neck. He is an odd looking man. He is a hell of a player. Where's number 72? Love that. Just just odd. Just an odd duck all around. But what a player. Just a, a goal scorer. Scores two penalties and then scores two goals. Um, the defense for Atalanta did not look very good. Kevin Gamero got two. Ferran Torres got one as well. But just Valencia, first of all, Valencia's defense over these two legs. Yeah, horrific. Just just shockingly bad. Um, and, and they stood no chance. I mean, when you look at these two teams, there's actually a lot of talent on both sides. Yes. They're exciting teams. I don't think anyone really has either one of them like going all the way to make a run. But I can tell you this much. I know that if there if when there is, you know, this league, the uh Champions League continues, I'm excited to watch Atlanta play whoever at Atlanta play whoever they play. Yeah. Because I know there's going to be goals and I know there's going to be exciting moments. City played them in the group and those games were very fun and wild mm-hmm. games. And uh, I do look forward to seeing that. I would like to see Atletico Madrid nullify them. That would be a that, fun that would right? be a battle. <laughs> the anti yeah, just... uh, Atalanta, Atletico Madrid. Uh, but let's move on and, and say, first of all, congratulations to Atlanta, who have been like on an incredible run in this Champions League. I yeah, from like they they were they lost like their first two games three nil each or something like that. They were dead last in the group and then completely turned it around. Yep. Uh, and then let's move on to one that I think I got this one wrong. I said Dortmund were going to go through. You pick PSG. PSG and Dortmund play in front of an empty crowd in Paris. PSG win 2-0. A goal from Neymar. A goal from Juan Bernat. And a red card in the 89th for... Amir Shahan. Emir, I, I don't like the way you say his name. Em, Amir Shahan. Emre Khan. I'm going to say Amir Shahan. <laughs> I think we both have it. Probably there's no wrong. shot either one of us are right. Yeah, and there's no way to make his name like a cowboy like Dennis Bias. <laughs> so... We're kind of stuck where we are. Uh, but this one, 
not not too much to say. I didn't get to watch a lot of this at all, and uh, I just want to go to the end of the game. Well, where? All right. Do you want to say something about the actual game? I do want to say one thing. Just that um, Neymar cares again. That's it, it's, <laughs> a good it's, sign. it's sad to say for you know the most expensive player ever, but if you watch the game over both legs, he looks like like Barcelona Neymar. Like he looks like he actually cares about what's happening and he's not just there doing tricks and just, you know, yep. screwing around with people who he knows are nowhere near as good as him. He genuinely showed real desire and interest in this game, which is fun to see because when Neymar's on his game, oh yeah. He's probably the third best player in the world when he's on his actual game. Yep. Um and he he looked that in this game which was good to see. Yeah. Um but at the end of this game, in front of the empty crowd, the entire PSG team gets together and they take a picture, all of them doing the Holland Zen pose. Yes. Is that not the most petty shit that you've ever seen in your life? The kid is like 19 yeah. years old, <laughs> scored a huge Champions League goal against you, and then you have the audacity as a full team to go out there and take a picture. Yeah, it's uh, petty. It is petty. It's 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 weird that he got under their skin so much. Yeah, it's like just don't a weird get it. thing. I, I don't get it. Exactly. Like I don't see why. It's not like a been a long feud. No. It's a long standing feud. Uh, it was very odd. Um in Dortmund, I mean Dortmund had chances in this game. I wanna say again, in terms of Americans, uh, we had Gio Reyna come on, seventeen year old, and look good. Yeah. He created chances. He 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 made Dortmund a better team when he was on the field. Mm-hmm which is crazy to see for such a young player. So impressed with him this season. He's truly part of their first team. Like, he was a person they turned to, along with Brandt and Goitza, to help create. Yeah, Julian Brandt hasn't really been what he's, I He's dropped off since there. his injury, I think. He had a little bit of injury, and ever yeah. since then he hasn't quite been the form that he was. Yeah, and you know I love Julian Brandt. Yes. So, Draco uh, Malfoy himself. Draco Malfoy. And uh, Dorgan Hazard has done pretty well there this year, mm-hmm. so... I mean, two of two of those were complete bargain signings in the summer. We were bamboozled by those, but uh, yeah, congratulations to PSG going through the next round of the non-existent Champions League, <laughs> and then we have the big one. We have the biggest news: the already crowned winners of the Champions League. By you too. <laughs> I had crowned them over and over again. Liverpool two, Atletico Madrid three. Atletico Madrid advance in the Champions League. Two four on aggregate. Two four on aggregate. Um, but before we get into the game, I just want to say, Jimmy, what do I always say? What do I always say I about Atletico Madrid? Say. Atletico Madrid very tough over two legs. Atletico Madrid. I fear no team in the world like I fear Atletico Madrid. They have the best coach in the world in Diego Simeone. With what he is given, Diego Simeone is the best coach in the world. I want to go on record, not just because of this game. This is a thing. He is that. Any any debate from you there? I hate everything about what you but just Jimmy, said. But Jimmy, he is such a it, winner. Let me, let me make something clear. I love Diego Simeone in terms of personality. passion, <laughs> personality, and just not... He's, he's the definite... He gives no fucks. He does yep. not care. But let me also be clear. His brand of football is horrendous. No. It's anti-football. No. His teams get dominated for 99% of the games. But he gets but he gets results. He gets results. Um he does it in a terrible fashion. 
And here's the thing. I don't care. Because this is going to be a debate because we're going to talk about the Jurgen Klopp comments. Yes. I have no issue with that. As much as I everything I said, I respect it because all that matters in the end is you getting are. results. People have spent 15 years praising Jose Mourinho for doing the exact same thing yes. that they criticized Diego Simeone for. He is a great manager. One of the best. He is not the best for me because I would never look at him and say, I want this guy to coach my team. How badly did I want Diego Simeone when the Emery news You did, around? but like I wouldn't. Like I would I don't want him. I don't want him because I don't want to not enjoy watching my team, which is what I feel like I would feel like for most of the games. I And you're gonna get the moments. You're gonna get the highs with him. That's what I was just gonna say, but like this, like this win in yeah. the Champions League, this is vintage Atletico Madrid. Mm-hmm. Like they went down two nothing, and then an extra time they scored three goals. Can, can I tell you what I what I would want to see him? If I was any national team, and a World Cup was approaching, yeah. I would throw him all the money. Yes, the the gross GDP of your country, give <laughs> him it, because there is no one I would want more when it comes to a tournament like that. Where you just have to win. No yep. one cares how you win. Yep. No one cares how you win the World Cup as long as you win. Think of even like Portugal in the Euros. How I mean, France, ugly Portugal was in the Euros. Yeah. And you know what they got? They were the winner. They're the defending winner still of the Euros. If France did not play the best style of play. No. Um, think of back to the Netherlands, a country known for the beautiful way they play. They made it to the finals and then the, and then the semifinal and back-to-back World Cups playing some pretty disgusting un-Dutch style. Mm-hmm. And people still remember them fondly for the runs they went on. So he is, again, when it comes to knockout competitions, you, there's few better, if any. It, but but, but like, the style of play is rough. It is rough. You know, I really like Atletico Madrid. I've liked Atletico Madrid for a long time just because they win. They are the definition of Gruden grinders. Oh, 100%. They can grind out any game. And like you said, the passion from that team. Mm-hmm. I mean, no team in the world is drilled as well as a Diego Simeone coach team. Mm. I mean, no team is as mentally tough as a Diego Simeone coach team. And that's why last year when they were knocked out by Juventus, the Ronaldo show, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I was shocked. But this year, they atoned for their sins. They knocked out Liverpool, the defending champions, the team that was, the team that is still the best team in the world, I would say pretty much by far. And they did it in Atletico Madrid fashion, where, sure, Jurgen Klopp at the end of the game, what was his comment? Uh, I, don't, I don't get them. I don't, I don't get, get why they like, play that way. I don't that, get it. That was basically it. Was, it may have been a different Klopp, word, but basically what it was. Jurgen Klopp, is, uh, he's getting under my skin a little bit. I know you're not a big Klopp guy. You think the media I, laps I think, him up too I, much. I do. I, here's the thing. I think Klopp's hilarious. I think he's an amazing manager. Yeah. One of the... If you ask me the three best managers in the world... It's Pep, it's Klopp, it's Simeone. Yes. Um, for, for me, by a, a distance, I think, really. And Simeone, I say that wondering what he could do with... Um, He's never had a team. A, a more talented either team. close to yeah. Liverpool or Manchester City. I would wonder what he could do with it if he'd still play his style of play. I mean, and there's people who, like, the Real Madrid fans will say, oh, Zidane, Zidane's won this. and this. He has, but... Still not. I, I know, and it's weird to say you're not sold on Zidane with what he's done, but I, I'm not yeah. sold on Zidane even with what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are my three. And I think Klopp's great. Klopp bothers me because Klopp gets away with stuff that nobody else gets away with. That is my so issue with Klopp. He can bit. say things that if Pep was to say them, if Jose was to say them, 
big news. It would be like the biggest friggin'. I would also yeah. argue I'd probably actually take Pochettino over Simeone, possibly. Um, possibly. Well, he's never won anything, maybe so it's hard ago. to say that now. Maybe but. a year ago. But uh, the the comment from Klopp was like, "Yeah, like I just don't get it." Like kind of laughing about it. I didn't appreciate that from Jurgen Klopp, but what I did appreciate was Diego Simeone's. Uh, and the reporter said it to him like, "He to said win. he doesn't understand how you to you win. play you, to win." Like just plain and simple, the perfect answer. All you need to say, and and that's why Diego Simeone is he's it for me. That's it. It doesn't matter how you play as long as you get the results. I mean, I'm an Arsenal fan. The Victoria Concordia Crescent, like victory through harmony. Like, mm-hmm. of course, you want to see your team play beautiful football. You want to see the Manchester City type of football at times where you pass around teams. But at the end of the day, what makes you the happiest, Jimmy? Is it watching it's a beautiful always, play or is it the result? It's always the result's the most important the thing at the end of the day. That's what matters. Um, but I'd rather do it in a, a prettier way. Sure. And, and Atletico Madrid do play. Um, excitingly at times uh, I mean they have some great players especially when Griezmann was there I've watched Atletico Madrid play plenty of exciting games but I mean and even saying this now like they scored three goals Yeah, granted I mean, granted they were gifts one was a gift <laughs> one we do have to talk about Adrian we talked Two about Adrian we talked about how this would be a big issue yeah and it was if only it the was. coronavirus struck a little bit sooner for Liverpool <laughs> it, it, it just that play the, oh. And then the the, the inexcusable, <laughs> the most inexcusable part of it. Do you know what he did? He did the thing that people do when you play like backyard soccer, which is puts the hand up to like apologize yep. while the play is going on, which slows him down that you know that half yep. second from getting back sooner, which puts him out of position for the shot by Urente. Um <laughs> And then the second goal probably could have did a little better on that. And then, they, the, here's the thing. Liverpool, you deserve to be at... You let Avaro Morata score. At that point, the game should have ended immediately. Just yeah. everybody should have got to walk off the field. I know it was did end like a minute later, but they should have got to walk off right there when you let <laughs> Morata score. It's all over. Morata was fired up, too. And I think uh, watching the replay, I know it was a one-on-one. Again, Adrian could have done better. It's it's crazy to see how much of a difference Allison makes in this mm-hmm. Liverpool team. Well, I don't know if like any team struggles without their top goalkeeper like Liverpool do. It's like they... Cities, have they, you, uh, like, have Cla- you watched Claudio Bravo? Claudio Bravo is, is <laughs> horrific. You, but, but I get your point, though. But, like, Claudio Bravo is, like... He's you bad. You can put him He's in. He's actually bad. That's the issue. It's like, Adrian's not actually that bad, and uh, they struggle that much. Uh, but he's he had some good moments this season earlier in the year when he filled in. Adrian can't put the ball at his feet he can't distribute the ball one percent no and that's what i mean like he makes issues there yeah like bravo's issues is just results of bravo just actually being bad at being a goalkeeper now um but can we speaking of goalkeepers (laughs) oblast stupid good he is stupid (laughs) i saw the thing when they were basically saying like they asked Simeone, they're like oh previously you said you know like barcelona have Messi, we have oblock was that not more true than anything in this game and it's like that's perfectly said like goalkeepers don't get the respect they deserve they don't neither do defenders it's always like when you talk about best players like oh they're a defender or they're a goalkeeper we're not gonna talk about them unless it's Virgil van dyke yeah 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 (laughs) (laughs) but oblock is insane out of this world he is so good and he's so good 
that I actually think it was ESPN FC. I saw this basically he was saying like his positioning is so amazing that when he gives up a goal, you almost say like, oh, I think he could have did better there because of the uh-huh. fact that he just gets himself in positions most goalkeepers can't get. Yeah. Uh, he he's some of the saves he made in this game. He kept them in it. I know, even losing um, two nothing. Yeah, like yeah, kept like he kept them in this game and gave them the chance. Yep. Um, and I mean, the game could have been over. Andy Robinson could couldn't have it first. Couldn't have a better guy. <laughs> Header off the post. He's the one guy in Liverpool I don't like. I don't like him. Andy Robinson. I don't think Liverpool fans uh, I, like Andy is Robertson. A hockey that much. bastard Ooh, for he is. A, a a left back for a left back. Granted. <laughs> Granted, he, he did become one of the better year. left backs yeah, in the world. He's had a great sixteen months, yeah. eighteen months, whatever. He he's been he's been great. Don't get me wrong, but and then him with the always he basically he was one of the people with the comments about Simeone and everything. They and, celebrated like they won yeah, the tie. We'll like, see what happens <laughs> when they come back to Anfield. Ooh, all right, all right. It happened. <laughs> he celebrated once. again. It happened once. Um, I just he's someone who irks me, so I'm kind of happy that he his header did not go in. Would have been the one that kind of put the nail in the coffin and didn't. So, just what a wild game. Yeah. I'm, I mean, Liverpool played great in this game. There's no denying it. 34 Liverpool shots. dominated this game. <laughs> 34 could shots. Not, could not, outside of Adrian and outside of just not finishing, they did everything else right. Yes. This was like a master class on their point with the exception of just a dumb era. And then just poor finishing. This was this is how it's felt with some of the city games. Yeah, like the, the games in Champions League where City just dominate but don't get goals. Like we've seen this. You know, Pep's talked about it. You know, you have to take your chances, and you saw it for Liverpool in this game. Yeah, I mean, thirty-four shots. That's thirty-four. Yep. They tripled Atletico mm-hmm. Madrid. Uh, thirty-four to ten. 11 shots on target compared to six, which isn't too bad. Seventy-two percent possession. For Liverpool compared to 28. I mean, but it's, it is, I mean, I know, I, listen, I fully understand when everyone says Atletico Madrid are anti-football, but, but. They, this, I think the thing is just to sum it up but, is they're anti-football, they're pro-winning. They're <laughs> pro-winning? I, I don't know. They're, they're just an incredible team. And honestly, you don't want to play these guys. If you're PSG and you get Atletico Madrid, you are very scared. I don't I, want to play Atletico Madrid. The only team there's there's no team that wants to play Atletico Madrid. I think City, no team in this tournament right now is mentally as tough as Atletico Madrid for certain. Yeah, I think that's. Fair. They just went to Anfield and they won three to two in extra time. They scored three goals in extra mm-hmm. time. What type fair. of team does that? I would say, so here's a question for you. So we have to talk about the fact that the remaining four games, the second legs are postponed. Yep. You have an aggregate 2-1 Man City over Real Madrid with two away goals. You have Leon 1-0 on the aggregate over Juventus. God, I hope they get through. I um, hope Leon gets no through. away goals in that one. Um, you have 1-1 Barcelona and Napoli with the one away goal for Barcelona. You have 3-0 Bayern <laughs> over Chelsea with three away goals. So... Looking at those, looking at the ties that we know are done, who do you think, if whenever the Champions League resumes, yep. assuming it does, who is the favorite at this point? Who's the favorite? favorite. Probably Bayern. I, I agree. I think it's yeah. Bayern. I think Bayern have turned their season around dramatically. Yes. They are the most impressive team to me right now. But at the same time, I do question, they did this over Chelsea, who Chelsea have been really struggling. Yeah. Not the 
not the most um, experienced team with the youth they have. Um, I would say Bayern, Juventus, PSG, Manchester City are my top four teams. Not scared of Juventus at all. I don't think Juventus are that good this year. Sorry. Is I just I, I will always be fair Ronaldo in the Champions League. The Champions League is where he is. Where, I mean, we saw it last he? year. I know, we did see it last year against Atletico Madrid. Yeah. He willed them through against Atletico Madrid himself. Like he he does he saves his best for that. Um, but like I look at it, it's like there's not that many scary teams. I think Bayern are the scariest, and maybe City or in City or PSG. But depending same, on which PSG you get, yeah. Same thing goes for Barcelona, though. I mean, like, yeah. Barcelona at any time they have some of the best players mm-hmm. in the world. Oh, yeah. They have the best player in the world. They can turn it on whenever. I just don't think it's going to be the year for them. They've not been that good. Real Madrid haven't been great. I'm surprised they gave City as much as a game as they did, but then inevitably folded. But Real Madrid, like, they're, like, weirdly good. Like, they are pretty solid. They're still a very talented bunch. I mean, that's the thing. And like Ronaldo, they are another one where this is their champions. This is where they live. They live for the Champions League. But I don't see City blowing with the two away goals, I just don't see it. I hope not. Um, I, I don't see it happening. I genuinely think if the if the Champions League continues, this really could be City's year. I said it before the year. I really think it could be. This may be their That's, best chance. Uh, just, it may be their chance, too, if they are supposed to go out as a champion. Yeah. It would be pretty fitting way <laughs> for it to happen. Um, we'll see. I really do hope, though, that we get this to continue. Yeah. I feel like I would feel robbed as a soccer fan. And then I'd feel double robbed as a City fan, this being maybe their best chance. Plus, does that mean next year they're, like, would it, they'd be out next year if their court case doesn't go through? Like, do they do they have a 2-1 lead over Real Madrid and all of a sudden they're out of the competition? Is that what happens? Like, it could. I'd feel robbed as an Atletico fan, as an Atalanta fan, yeah. who I don't believe are in top floor right now, currently in Italy. Like, would they be through in the round of 16 and then out because the season's gone? That does not seem fair to me. I think UEFA, FIFA need to do the right thing. Move the Euros to 2021. Was that did that happen already, or they just talks? It, there's talks. I believe the talks tomorrow yeah. fully start. Oh, that's that's suck, it. Though. Sucks, but that's what needs to be done so that we can finish these seasons. I, I think. I think that's what needs to be done. We need to finish the leagues. Plus, Wayne Rooney of all people, genius point from Wayne Rooney. He talked about how the World Cup is going to be in the winter. Yeah. The next World Cup. He said this is a chance rearrange the schedules for this rest of the season and the following seasons to align for the World Cup. This is a chance to realign the schedules until then. Kind of makes sense. He's not necessarily wrong here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we we're going to get to a little bit of the schedule stuff after, but just looking at this, I mean if you're PSG, you're looking at Liverpool being knocked out and I mean Liverpool was the team that no one wants to play. Yep. You're looking at that and you're saying this is a great chance. Mm-hmm. Manchester City. I mean, Manchester City are probably the best team in the tournament right now, just based on when skill. when City play their game. Yeah. No one when they play their game, Liverpool are the only team in the world that can challenge them. Yeah. Because I don't think Barcelona have it right now. Real Madrid, I don't think do. Even Juventus, I don't think could. I think when they're on their game, Liverpool and City are the best two teams when they're on that game. And Liverpool are now out. Can can you tell me if you think Atletico Madrid are serious contenders to go to the final? 
they're a contender. They knocked out Liverpool. They're a contender. But they will, in my unless they pull... Like, if they get if favorable they, draws. If they get favorable draws, they could. But my thing is, if they pull a Bayern, a City, a PSG, a Juve, I, will, I think they will be the underdog. If they pull Atalanta, if they pull Leipzig, if they pull Barcelona, yeah, I like them more. Um, well, I think I, Barcelona beats them. They, they can't play against Messi. I, I don't know. I think Atletico would beat Barcelona. I've watched Barcelona play, including Messi. Messi has not been on his form over the last you month. Could say, you were just talking about Manchester City. Manchester City haven't been on their form. No, they haven't. But I just... I don't think Atletico Madrid can play with City. But I didn't think they could really play with Liverpool yeah. either. And, and they really didn't. <laughs> they, didn't <necessarily laughs> they, did. they really didn't. They won, but they got outclassed. So... Hey, the scoreline says different. The you know what I mean? But they did different. get out yeah. class. I feel like it would be the same thing against City. It would just have to be, can they get the breaks they got again? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't bet against Atletico Madrid. I never do, and I never will. My final, if I had to pick one right now, I'll put City and Atletico Madrid. That's the final I want to see. That would because be that final. would break your damn heart, Jimmy. Because Atletico Madrid... They would be oh. they are the, they would be a very poor team for City to play just because they are very mentally strong. Yes, and City have not always dealt well with adversity in games. If yeah, that'd Especially be like the same thing, a quick with, goal with with company gone. Company was the leader against that for City, and now it's really it's Dino and yeah. who can do that. Um, De Bruyne, I think, is lined up to be the next captain as well when Fernandinho leaves. But like David Silva, who is the actual captain, isn't very vocal player. City just the good thing I guess about the delays is maybe we get Laporte and Sane back to full strength when we come back to this, which I think will be a big you know factor in that. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think we we talked enough about the Champions League. We lamented. We had to talk about as much soccer that we could it's like the little bit we had we had to enjoy it it's true um and then we did have a few twitter questions just to wrap up the show we're not going to take a break because i think uh i don't even think there's any sponsors going on during this yeah time, who so. knows so whatever we'll run straight through uh we had some twitter questions our first one came from soccer noob who said uh actually a topic that we covered already about the u.s uh, soccer federation pre- presidency he said what to look for and hope regarding the presidency. You already uh, voiced your displeasure with the, <laughs> yeah, the step-up president. Uh, and he said, obviously, there are a number of angles I'd be interested in experienced slash sports business people versus inexperienced ex-players, figurehead type candidates. So you said this lady who took charge. She's a former player. She's a former player. And he's saying that he'd be interested in a, a business person or a, someone who's been in the industry Mm-hmm. to kind of take over well, as opposed to an ex-player. That's the, always the interesting thing is like the the balance between, you know, players tend to relate more to someone who's done it. Yeah. And then at the same time... Well, apparently not with, with this group. <laughs> but you need, you do need kind of that balance. And I think for a lot of years, U.S. soccer had people who were business people. Like Sanu Gulati ran yep. it forever. He was an economist. Like yeah. he wasn't a soccer person, and you saw how necessarily that went. Um, so, but there needs to be, I think, a balance in a way. I think you need the yin to the yang, which I you kind of almost have with Cordero and um, Cohn being the vice president, who was a former player. So, I think you do need a mix. Right now, I think what U.S. soccer needs is a clean house, yeah, full, fully clean house. 
and you do need some business people in there. You need some people to come in and say, yeah, maybe this makes sense of the fact that we're making this much money. But do you know what will make us more money in the long run? When people turn on the TV to watch a game and there's not 10 people at the game. Exactly. Because that is always what we've talked about when MLS, an issue of people watching it is the TV product. When you turn it on and you see an empty stadium, you don't see that crowd, you don't see that atmosphere, that affects your desire to watch that game. There's no one who can tell me otherwise. It's the truth. Yeah. Um, it's the same reason these leagues close down as opposed to playing in empty stadiums. Yep. It, it matters. Um, so I think we need a full clean house. We need people to mix. We need former players. We need former coaches. We need business people. We need a whole new group to come in and just completely shake the house. Yeah. Just change it completely. You know who could fix this federation? Arsene Wenger. Would he not fix this? Would we not become the greatest footballing nation in the world? I, 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 we, I think we put him in every job that becomes available ever. <laughs> we really but do. We do. We need to see him. We need to see him back in like the spotlight. I miss yeah. him. I, do I mean, miss he's, he's him. even a, though he takes a lot of shots at City, which makes me kind of annoyed. I do love A Dubs quite a bit. He's the man. But um, one person that I thought was interesting who ran last time was Kyle Martino. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know about Kyle Martino. I mean, he seems like he is. Very passionate. Mm-hmm. It seems like he's very knowledgeable. But at the same time, Kyle Martino is, uh, I don't know, he almost a just TV seems like personality. a... Yeah, he's like a TV personality. He seems like a kid a little bit yeah. to me. <laughs> but I don't know. I think he would be an interesting appointment if it did come to another vote. I don't know what the process is now. If My main thing is up. I need it to be somebody from the outside. Yeah. Like, I don't want anybody who's been involved in it, even involved in the conversation. Like, a lot of people were behind Eric Winalda because he was very, you know, like, he was against this. He was, like, he was like this. But the thing is, he's also someone who's just been in the circle. Even though he's not been really a part of it because he's kind of been, you know, like, outcast, he's still been in the circle. We need, like, a new face. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? We just need fresh faces in there, fresh ideas. Mm. Change it up. Maybe we won't <laughs> like everything they do. But at least we can try to do something else because what we're doing clearly isn't working. Yeah, or bring in someone internationally. So yeah. Bring in someone who's worked in uh, you know, France's federation or something mm-hmm. like that. Someone who knows what a good federation looks like. Uh, but let's move on. We had another question. Uh, this one relating to the schedule from our friend Stan. He said, uh, run a segment on Rooney's proposal, which was the 22-team Premier League. Uh, and he said, which would start in December, if I remember correctly, Leeds and West Brom. Uh, would come up he said Leeds and West Brom with these shit refs slash VAR would be wild so Uh, that kind of goes into what I was saying before about starting later that kind of was the Rooney thing I I didn't I guess I didn't read it fully to know that he also wanted to bring up Leeds and West Brom but that makes sense considering the the two in the automatic spots right now yeah um which I I I can agree with that I I like the idea that he has just of you know this is maybe the chance to align for the World Cup because at some point that's going to cause a lot of disruption when we get to it yeah. due to the Winter World Cup. We can align for the next two years and get this season in and just find a way to continue. All I really don't like, okay, yeah, I want it to be vacated and Liverpool not to get the title <laughs> and City can remain champs for another happen. year. But I don't really want to see that happen. I don't think that's fair to anyone. Um I saw like I don't I think the best option is you delay the Euros and you play out the leagues. I think that's the only option. It's what's going to happen. Uh Serie A talked about possibly so in addition to when I said they'd vacate it, another one was they were just gonna call the call the season over. They would award a champion. <laughs> that would be so terrible for like, And they would do year. it regardless of how many games you played. Oh, 
God. So if, like, right now Juventus would win, I By believe Lazio point. has played the same amount of games, but they're, like, relegation zone. If you had played a game less than someone who's outside of it by yep. one point, it doesn't matter. You're relegated. That's such bullshit. Which would be just, in my opinion, inexcusable. Yeah. Just ridiculous. So I think we need to move the Euros, move the Olympics too, or at least pull, pull soccer out of it. It's mainly youth soccer in the Olympics, so it shouldn't really affect it. Yeah. But we need to we need to finish the seasons. Uh, the seasons need to finish in full. Yeah, I think that opinion. is what's going to happen. Um, and like you said, the Rooney idea with restructuring so the World Cup lines up. Uh, and the next time it happens, 2022, I just forgot for a second, um, <laughs> is an interesting idea. But I have this up. This was uh, shared by Sky Sports. Some different uh, options with the Premier League suspended. Mm-hmm. So I want to go through them yeah. and tell me which one you think sounds the best. So we have the declare the season null and void. Uh, basically just start from scratch. And everything from Champions League spots to relegation would be ruled out and it would just reset and be the same as last year. What is your rating on 1 to 10 for that option? 10 being the best. <laughs> I just, Honest, if you were if you were making this decision. Not, unbiased opinion. Yes. Two. Impossible, in my opinion. This is a one. Two. And the only reason I even give it a two is just in the case that this goes on for months. Yeah. And we can't possibly, like we'd run into next season. Then two. That's yeah. all I get. Okay, the my, se- my city heart wants a 10 on that, though. <laughs> Everyone who's not a Liverpool fan wants that. Uh, the season is voided, but Liverpool win. And the Champions League spots, I think in this scenario, are just not... Nothing else matters except that Liverpool wins. But the season is voided. And- so they go... I'm guessing in this they would go by wherever the Champions League spots are now. Yeah, probably. Guess. Um, five. Ooh... Yeah, that's this is that's the call of the season. This is another one. If we run into the point where we go too far, it's not the worst option. Yep. So this is the other option. The season ends now as it stands. Okay. So I guess in this oh. previous scenario, it would just be Liverpool crown. That's what zero. And that's it. Zero. Negative one. You <laughs> okay. can't just crown them and then not do anything else. So negative one. I'm gonna still give this a five. I give it a negative one. You can't just crown them and do nothing else at that point. Just call yourself Liverpool Premier Premier Liverpool League. Oh God, I I, I can't. No, they're negative so one. far and wide the champions already. Yes. But you can't just do negative one. Negative okay. one. All right. I, I I'm gonna that. give it a five. Uh, the season ends now as it stands. So that means five. Bournemouth. That's the five. Bournemouth are relegated. Aston Villa and Norwich would be relegated, and Villa would have one game less played. Again, I Ooh. hate it. I hate it. This is what I talked about before. I'm going to give it a... Uh, again, I have to give it a five. I'm going to give it a four. Ooh. It's a four. This is a two. I hate it, though. Uh, and then this one is start the season with 22 clubs. So two teams get promoted. Uh, it, so there would be no playoff yeah. in the championship. Yeah. It would just be the top two. And no one would go down. Seven. I was going to say the same thing. I think this one is probably the best one that I've read so far. It's the most fair for everyone. It is a slippery slope, though, towards 22 being the new norm. Ugh, I, I don't know if that. I'd like that. That is the only thing. It, it does slippery slope towards that. Yeah. But seven. Yeah, that would be tough. I, I guess I'll go s- seven as well. And then the season will... Uh, well, the last one is, will the season resume in April? That's a 10. 
That's what needs to happen, I think, in my opinion. The Euro, unfortunately, as much as we love the Euro, needs to be moved. It's the only option. Yeah. It's the only option that is fair to everyone. The seasons continue when they can. The Euro gets pushed back. Yeah. It sucks for us. We I The know. Euro is going to be good for us. We were going to have fun with that for the podcast. We wanted to see it, but it just makes It'll the most sense. It'll come eventually. It makes the most sense. Yeah. And then uh, Stephen Gould asked us basically the same things uh, about the same schedule changes and... Um, how they'll look for 2020 and 2021. I, I think it's going to be normal for the next seasons coming up. I think this is going to blow over and we're going to see the Premier League finish sometime around like July. And then I think they, if they can, they probably just start late August. Late August. I, mean, I don't think it's going to look so much different. Maybe they year. push it into September and you lose an international break week or something. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a good idea. Or you, you end a week later in the next year. You know, you end in second week of May or something. Yeah, I don't. That would be the ideal situation, I guess. Is unfortunately the Euro gets canceled, uh, the seasons don't run into like August time period, and then we just kind of resume as normal next year. Uh, and then we had a question from MLS After Dark. And I don't have an answer for this. It said, rank the top three soccer movies available on streaming. Do you have any answers Available for this? on streaming. That's tough. We'll get back to that one next week. Reese homework assignment, <laughs> right. that. But I will say the best soccer content available on streaming, without a doubt to me, Sunderland is Sunderland Until, until I, I Die. die. Yep. And the new season's coming out soon. Oh, my God. Which is great because we need Please. it. We need it. We also need um, the Inside Tottenham. That's oh yeah! Oh really yeah! The badly. all like the city one, all or the, nothing, all or nothing. Yeah, which I did enjoy the city one. If you don't hate city, if you have any interest in Pep, just as Pep is a very interesting figure, yeah. you do get a little insight to him as well as Arteta a bit too. Um, I check it out. I would say that. Yeah, but, but uh, Sutherland until I die is the best content. Definitely, but I think that's all we have for tonight. Uh, I think we did a good job fighting through this uh, yes. coronavirus period here. And uh, next week will be more challenging because there will be no soccer. So if anyone online has any ideas for us or anything you'd like to hear about, um, fun ideas, uh, send them our way, and we'd be happy to uh, give them a glance. For sure. uh, Give them a try because we're looking for content here. But, Jimmy, we've come to the end of the show, so why don't you hit them with the plugs? Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Soccer Mostly. As Michael said, reach out to us. Give us some ideas. Let us know what you guys want to hear. Uh, hope everybody who is battling this virus or dealing with it directly, indirectly gets better. Hopefully the whole world can just kind of, you know, get back to normal soon. So we'll see you guys next week. Stay safe out there and uh, we'll be back. Bye bye.